Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of I Cast Fireball, an actual play 5e D&D adventure where we go through the campaign, Tyranny of Dragons. I'm Thomas, your DM for this adventure, and around the table we have... Malamara. Lance Thalen. And Fleeple. And Ralph. And that's right, if you somehow missed last week's episode, we have a guest star here on iCast Fireball. Joshua, thanks for joining us yet again here for this next leg of the adventure. Um, We're super stoked to see what's going to happen next and how the Jank Squad is going to react when they come to Lottie's place. But for anybody who didn't join last week, the group, with them being in Neverwinter, stalked a youngling, if we will, uh, who had a draconic dagger of the Cult of the Dragon and chased him to a circus where Lance and Fleeple, impersonating members of the Cult of the Dragon with their pendants and daggers themselves, intimidated, bullied a little bit, but mainly discouraged these three teenagers from joining a dangerous cult trying to end the world. In so doing, they found Ralph, a shape-shifting wolf, a very rare breed of elf that promised them some information and that he would work with them for the Jenks squad, having released him from captivity. They all heading to the Lottie's place, the gambling hall casino where Resmir, the half-dragon worm speaker for the Cult of the Dragon, currently resides. And that is where we join our adventurers this week. Thomas. I was wondering, on the way over to Lottie's place, if uh, if Lance Thalen, as he's kind of guiding the group, because he's kind of the one who knows the direction it's at, uh, he wants to kind of kind of start walking next to Malamara for a second. Okay, absolutely. Go ahead. And he's going to, as they're walking around, he's going to start kind of talking to Malamara, and he's going to say, so, uh, Malamara, how does it, how does it feel? She'll look around. How how does what feel? Well, I mean, look around. And he starts pointing out all of the different half-orcs that they see walking along the way. And there are a lot of half-orcs. More, well, not being the majority of the population, but a lot more than Malamara you've ever been accustomed to. Uh, especially coming from the Spine of the North, you being the only... There are some repairing a roof. There are some who are acting as what seems to be a constable, policeman, militant force on a street. There are some who are saying something orcish in a a shop as you pass by a tailor's um, shop. And uh, quite a diverse range of half-orcs in the city of Neverwinter. As Mal and Lance are walking side by side, Lance knowing Mal so well sees her actually kind of shudder at it or shy away from them a little bit. But she puts that wall back up and smiles. That's great. It's cool uh, being around so many half-works. But you can tell that she's very uncomfortable. Well, I mean, I've kind of gathered the sense that you always feel like you stand out in the crowd in a bad way. But now you are the crowd. You can be yourself. You don't have to hide. 
You are the crowd now. You see a crowd, and all I see is evidence of orcs rampaging through society. Most of the races here, all of these half-orcs, how many of them do you think came from good unions? We're not something to be celebrated. We're mistakes. I think, I don't think you need to view yourself like that. You're not a bad egg. You're, you're you. No matter where you came from, you're you. And I'm sure a lot of these other people, they have people in their lives that are glad they're here. And I'm glad you're here too, Mal. And Lance will just keep walking. Along with her. And as they fade into quiet walking, that really sinks into her. She has never had somebody outside of her brother. And she's not even sure that her grandparents felt that way about her. She knew that her brother did, but not her grandparents. And so to have that kind of acceptance really does settle on her as they're walking quietly. And a certain number of the iCast Fireball fandom rejoiced at that interaction. <laughs> Ralph, could I walk up uh, by the two half-orcs and just say, uh, so uh, you guys got, like, family here? Holy crap. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> It's like that moment. It's like that moment in the office where Angela's just like following Dwight very closely. And he's like, <laughs> it's just bleep. You know, some of my favorite things. I, I look. I look at a. <laughs> I look at Wait, Are you in wolf form or elf form? Elf form. Elf form. Okay. Oh, okay. I thought you were uh, a wolf just randomly I'm, showing I'm up still and very, talking. I'm still very, very quiet and mysterious. Uh, but, but I, I do like the idea of, of just surprising both of you by being there uh, and. Saying, you know, Mal, some of my favorite things I've done were mistakes. So. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> she gives him a, a slightly confused and not sure if to take that as a compliment or not. Look. And just. Okay. But uh, you guys have other like half-orc brothers. And I look at, I look at um, Lance. I say, you know, sisters family uh no no i'm a i'm a only child <laughs> <laughs> you don't have any half work sisters lance no i i cannot have that it sounds like ralph is, is looking looking for one i have family i used to have family i assume most lethari travel in packs okay i'm alone where's your pack no idea kind of got lost yeah, that or they were dead. I don't know, actually. It's been a okay. long time. I'm an elf, That's... so we live a long time. Mal is so uncomfortable with how open he's being. I am very uncomfortable, too. <laughs> Lance Thalen is very uncomfortable, too. And Fleep was just like, oh, elves living a long time. We, we would have no concept of that over here. <laughs> yeah, and you're... And that he, look, he looks at uh, 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 Fleepling and says, and so like you're like kind of dragon-like, right? You want to kill all the dragons? Only the chromatic ones. The metallic dragons, they are A-okay, baby. Okay, respect. There are a couple of, you know, elven gods I wouldn't mind, uh, you know, pushing towards the end of their life. That You know? Wow. So, just... so wait, wait, wait a second. So you're also trying to kill a god is what you're saying. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> try would be the key word there. I mean, I'm not actively attempting, but uh, I mean, 
You know, there's just, there's so many of them. There's a couple that I'm like, I'm okay if this one died, you know? Sure. With all this conversation being really close to, really close to home, really close to heart, Lance Thalen, I need you to roll me a D8, please. Oh, crap. What is this going to do to me? A D8. All right. That's a four right down the middle. Four. You, um, just the talk of your sister, especially in Neverwinter, you knew it was coming. Um, and there's a surge of emotion, surge of guilt. And, but as you collect yourself, you, uh, you feel these whispers coming to the back of your mind, but you collect yourself, you take a breath and you're able to maintain composure. All right. It's just, uh, after, uh, after that, those beautiful pieces of, of conversation of, of fan- it's right around this corner here. Come on over. Come on. Hey, here we go. <laughs> and sure enough, as you take, uh, maybe about good 30 minutes, maybe a little bit longer, you head West towards the cliffs, uh, of Neverwinter. I say cliffs when really I should say, uh, the cliff sides, uh, Neverwinter is a harbor city where, uh, a lot of trade can come in and there's, uh, Neverwinter Castle that you've got there, but um, as you get closer and closer to the West Coast, or the Sword Coast itself, if you will, a lot of these structures, these buildings, are built into the stone itself um, as they are able, as the stone juts around due to nature, due to time, due to erosion. They are uh, have built themselves their own structure to be solid, and sure enough, Lottie's place happens to be one of them. You, you know it's Lottie's place, even Fleeple and Malamara, because oddly enough, there are these bright lights going off into the sky, despite it being noon, um, just midday, and uh, these lights are seemingly have no pattern whatsoever, but they just seem to be like shooting into the sky the closer you get to Lottie's place. You didn't see it from afar, but the closer you got, the brighter and brighter they become until you turn a corner, and sure enough, the two lights seem to be emanating directly from the top of the roof. And you look at the roof and you see two really bored and annoyed wizards who have these staves and they're just moving them in the air. I went to college for this. (laughs) (laughs) As a beam light to call people to Lottie's place. And they just, they do it without even thinking and they just stare blankly into the distance as they wave their wands and staves into the air, shooting off these bright lights. Getting some very heavy Discworld vibes from this. Lance is going to turn to the party and go, "Oh my gosh, I, I, I almost forgot." Um, okay, so this this establishment here is kind of unique. It, um, how to say it? You have to you have to pay to get in, but it's weird. Uh, you have to the the owner is a weird collector of oddities and ends, and you have to give something weird to get in. Like, just an odd trinket or something. I know it's not really explainable. I don't know why they do it, but that's just kind of the rule. I reach into my satchel and discreetly open the worm box. (laughs) And then I shudder and I say, No, you can never leave my sight. And I close it and put it back (laughs) in my satchel. Precious. (laughs) 
Yeah, that's exactly oh, what that gosh. was. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Watch that. That worm is going to be like is going to be like the rebirth of Tiamat. Like that is the larva stage of <laughs> Tiamat. Definitely. Hey, keep your enemies close, man. Am that's I right? true. That's true. So, looking at the front, you can. Um, this is a very extravagant building. Um, although it juts into the stone itself, the front entrance is still built of a traditional brick and mortar, and it is very extravagant. There are seemingly rubies that are placed every five feet um, around the wall near the top to give off bright light off the sunlight. The windows are very ornate. Some of them have the picture of a woman that, as people walk by, looks at them and gives them a little wave and just laughs in mirth uh, before it turns around. Yep, exactly. And um, she blows you a kiss. Uh, Things like that. Uh, And and the the entrance, two big double doors with red carpet up the stone steps leading into the building itself. It is very extravagant, very opulent. And Fleeple, your eyes just turn really big as this is just a lot to take in. As you all walk up to the entrance, there is a massive orc with this very fine tailored suit. Uh, that is just standing there. Massive tucks, tusks protruding out and up and stands there with a very, like, very nice shoes, a bow tie, a little, even like a, what's it called? A cummerbund? A cummerbund around his waist as well to make it look very, very nice and uh, elegant and exquisite. And he looks down at all of you. You are adorable. Oh, no. Thank you. Oh. I love everything going on here. Did you pick out your tie? <sighs> no. Well, you wear it well, my friend. And I pat him on the shoulder. <sighs> and he just looks at all of you standing in front of the door, expectant. Uh, I'm going to cast Goodberry and hand him a Goodberry. Okay. Lance, Mal, Ralph. I'm going to dig into my pouch and produce a glass eye. We found that on some random enemy at some point. Thomas gave me a list of what I found on people, and he gave me a glass eye. I wrote it down, held onto it this whole time, handed it off. Okay. Mal? (laughs) Guys, my inventory list is this long. There's nothing on Mal. Lance kind of seeing Mal kind of dig through things. He's going to be like, and he's going to kind of laugh and then orcish say to the orc, (laughs) what can I say? Sometimes you got to back your friends up and he's going to reach into his pouch again, kind of also giving like Malamara side a like, really? And pull out an ivory carved dragon image and hand that off as well. The one that's cracked? Yep. So Mal passing that off to the orc. The orc grabs that. And Ralph, do you have anything? I say, would you accept my friendship? (sighs) Okay. (laughs) And uh, he just goes down. I go bring it in. And he gives gives you a hug, (laughs) picks you up, and he squeezes quite tight. Okay. (laughs) 
thank you. All right, thanks, big buddy. Your sword, uh, Jeremy, is wiggling furiously, f furiously, um, in its scabbard, trying to jump out of this hug, and he <laughs> puts you down. Me. Uh, my name is Ornak. 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 I. I am Ralph. He goes in for another hug, grabs you, picks please. you up. Okay, please, though. No. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jeremy. Uh, okay. <sighs> oh, thanks, big fella. Uh, you know, it's a rare thing, a friendship between orcs and elves. You can all go inside. And he opens the double doors. And as the four of you go in, he pops the good berry into his mouth as he closes the door. That was you. definitely an odd offering. Yes, well, my friendship does not come free. Oh, yes, that whole not quite a life debt, but still a debt sort of situation that we're in. But you just gave away free hugs. That wasn't free. It got me admission. Explicitly not free. <laughs> Explicitly not free. <laughs> as you pass through the doors, you enter... A world of opulence. Glass chandeliers fill a huge open chamber with brilliant light. The floors are carpeted, the walls decorated with scrollwork and painted with images of golden coins bearing the letter L. Dark wooden beams span the vast ceiling, which glitters with thousands of tiny gems. The center of the area holds a sunken gambling pit. It is packed with people, sitting in leather, upholstered chairs, around tables covered in green velvet. To one side of the hall is a stage, and this is on the east side, where three harpists play, surrounded by a lounge with comfortable chairs and small tables. Beyond that, in the northeastern part of the room, is a bar, and a door presumably leading to the kitchen. A sign directly to your right indicates the powder room, while another to your left indicates tokens. To the far left is a fortified iron door sealed with a large lock. The center of the far wall features another set of double doors as well. The clientele here look um, like they're very diverse. Some of them happen to be um, dwarves. Uh, others are dragonborn. Um, you even see a few uh, gnomes, uh, all kinds of races here, a few half-orcs half as well. The harpists themselves um, are these beautifully dressed and beautifully make-uped uh, elven women playing the harps themselves. But there seems to be a lot of gambling directly into the middle section here and a lot of drinking. And as you take it all in, a... Uh, individual, one of the staff members in a red high-collar uniform and a crisp-looking hat, they approach you. This individual is a half-elf, and they go, Ah, oh, yes, hello. Welcome to Lottie's place. How can I be of assistance? Fleeple is going through a pretty severe sensory overload at the moment, just staring at everything. <laughs> so he's a little bit useless at the moment. Um, oh crap, I didn't even think about how we're going to do this. <laughs> DM, are there, in the center of the room, 
On the map, it looks like there are lots of different tables. Are they all just gambling tables? Or are there any places around that's like a lounge area to sit? From what you currently see, these are only gambling tables. The only other place that you could possibly lounge is the bar in the northeastern portion, where you do see uh, two dwarves, uh, a human uh, female, and the barkeep being a actually a blue half-dragon in a very, very nice tuxedo. There's a couple ways we can approach this. I'm just trying to think of the best one. Um, I look at the guy and I go, we didn't really come in with a strategy. Okay. Oh. <laughs> uh, well, not to worry. Uh, no strategy is needed here. All you need is Lady Luck by her side. We call her Lottie because she is the luckiest woman on earth. Lady Lottie Luck? Lady Lottie Luck, absolutely. You're catching on. Now, if I can recommend you, uh, you can head over here any points to the west where you may buy tokens to purchase and you can uh, participate in any of the gambling events down below. Uh, if you are so inclined to first inebriate yourself a little bit, you can go up to the far right up here at the northeastern section and you may partake in some of our finest spirits, our finest wines, and some of our own unique concoctions here. Um, but please, if there's anything I can assist you with, feel free to flag me down or one of these other individuals and you see a couple others in sharp crisp red uniforms with high collars walking around hands behind their back very tall very good posture and we would be happy to assist you so please let lady Lodi luck be on your side and he just gives a short bow as he backs away from you i'll turn to the group and go okay um um excuse me um all right trying to get back in the boat do you need a drink? Are you okay? I'm okay. I'm okay. Yeah. Uh, I just uh, wasn't talking right. There's a couple ways we can approach this. Obviously, we can just start looking around, asking around for for Resmir. But I'm not sure that's the best approach. It might tip them off. I also, due to my past, might be able to get us a meeting with the owner of the establishment, but they are not someone to be trifled with. And if they're going to help us, they definitely will expect something in return. Well, we have, I mean, plenty of money. Look, I've got 1,408 gold pieces and I reach for my pocketbook and go to pull it out. (laughs) All right. There was only one rule. Goodness gracious. One rule, Fleeple. (laughs) I could always make more friends. I mean, whatever is going to help. Yeah, I just worry because they're they're kind of set on the money thing. I'm just worried what they would want. Will the from owner us. be discreet? They are discreet when it will suit their business needs. So if they have a standing transaction, they will 100% be discreet. But if we should probably odd- at least get a little bit of chips, right? Some chips. Are you talking? To- Don't encourage Flaple, please. <laughs> <laughs> I I have that L coin in between my claws and I'm just kind of fiddling around with it like flipping Flable. it between every finger. Flable. His excitement at possibly gambling is rubbing off on me. I say that <laughs> I say that out loud. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um if we do good enough at the gambling, will that get us a meeting with the owner? Good enough at gambling is hard to do. 
They would yeah, get us more money. That, that is a very and. complicated sentence you just said. Um, it would, maybe not in the right way. What if I take these two, we will go get some chips, we'll go get a drink, and uh, why don't you, Lance, find a place or go get a meeting with the CEO or the uh, owner of this establishment, the CEO. The CEO. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Lady Lottie. I will. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Malamara. I'm just going to kind of pull her in. Whatever you do, this place was designed to suck people like Fleeple in. (laughs) 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 Do not let him get sucked in. I'm looking around at just all of the decorations and I'm just kind of humming, luck be a lottie tonight. Yeah. (laughs) Fleeple has a heart of gold and they will pry that gold off of it for all it's worth. Ralph, Ralph and Fleeple, you go over to the tokens area, the chips area, so to speak, while this conversation is happening. Oddly enough, behind the counter is the same person in the same outfit but when they turn around, it's a full-on skeleton in the outfit and speaks to you in common. Hey, I gotta get some chips here. Got some chips and join a Lady Lottie Luck tonight. How many chips can I do you for here? They are not unsupervised. They do not go over by themselves. <laughs> 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 not while this conversation's happening. When Lance leaves, then we'll go over. Are you doing that with the tongue? How are you speaking? Ah, very clever, but no, I am doing this magically. And uh, out of nowhere, he just uh, pulls out a deck of cards and magician-wise just (laughs) ruffles them from one hand to the other just to emphasize the word magic. And then he puts them away and goes, so how many chips can I get for you today? Would you like 100, 300 to start perhaps? What is your conversion rate? (laughs) (laughs) Ah, yes, of course. So one chip will equal five gold pieces. And then uh, from there, you can, uh, and you can, at the end, when you have, whenever you're done, you can bring it back and we'll give you that gold back. That is more than I was expecting. Well, we can always, uh, t- you can always uh, do uh, not necessarily a layaway program, but if you have some valuable items that we can appraise or <laughs> we can set on gambling. A- <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. We can have a. Uh, you can. We can hold on to those items for you as collateral and give you a little bit more if you're feeling extra lucky tonight. I don't like him. The camera once again zooms in on my eyes, looking very intense as I pull the worm box out of my satchel <laughs> and then put it back slowly. <laughs> Just the thumping in your head. Uh, how many? How many chips can I get for this? And I pull out the little L coin. Ah, well, that is one chip itself. Oh, okay. Well, this this is all I need, right? Ah, well, most of our games require at least three chips to begin, uh, so you have to have at least three to start, and then if you, that's but just that's just to get in the game. Let's do twenty tokens. We'll do twenty chips. High roller. It's hundred gold, right? That's true. Uh, I'm laughing because Malamar went full mom at the arcade. All right, we're going to get 20 tokens, everybody. 20 tokens, and that's all you're getting. Nickel City, baby. You can spend them however you want. Man, Mal just went full on. (laughs) Full on mom mode. Are there any, can I ask, are there any chips that, like, haven't been touched by a dead thing? 
<laughs> no. Mal will hand over the t- the hundred gold pieces for the twenty chips. All right, all right. A nice starting little bit of chips here, and gives you like this small little container to have that has all twenty of them nicely lined up in a row there. Uh, and he goes, all right, well, uh, I just, uh, I'll be ready when you're back in the next few minutes for another 20 more, then. That's very presumptuous. She'll nod a thanks to the skeleton. <laughs> 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 and she will gesture for her elfin kobold companions to follow her, and she'll drag them over to the bar where they can be seated and watched. Oh my gosh. Excellent. So, Ralph and Fleeple, if you follow after, Mal takes you to the bar. But before you leave, you're actually given a tray of drinks already. And goes, and for every 20 tokens you purchase, uh, you get these complimentary drinks on the house. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. 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 <laughs> <laughs> If an okay had a direct message, it was that one. Okay. Well. Do you guys have bathrooms? Ah, yes. We have our powder rooms to the far east over there, directly across from me, right near the beautiful music being played by the lovely ladies over there. All right. I'm just going to go. Uh, I'll be back, guys. Just going to. I need to relieve myself. Definitely following him that way and dragging Lance or dragging Fleeple with me. What? <laughs> <laughs> Don't want him to spend all 20 chips. <laughs> I'm not taking any chips. I'm going to the bathroom. She is still not letting him out of her sight. You're going into the bathroom <laughs> with him? good. Not into, but outside the door if I have to. And I'll stand there and I'll wait with my little Fleeple child. My little fle- <laughs> right. Dad needs to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Fleeple, do you need to go to the bathroom too? <laughs> the little kobold's room. I look up and I've taken the little paper parasol from one of the drinks and I'm picking my teeth with it. <laughs> I both I'm wow. both feeling very like uh very honored to be given this level of care and attention but also a little a little demeaned. <laughs> <laughs> is that you or Jeremy talking? Uh, <laughs> Jeremy uh is upset with many decisions that I've made. <laughs> yeah. uh, some of the worst decisions you made. Uh, Okay, absolutely. So you go over there. Uh, we'll pan over to... Well, first, let's go uh, to Ralph. Uh, you go into the restroom, supposedly to relieve yourself. And uh, can I get alone in a stall or something? Can I have some space to myself? Yeah, no, it's just it's just a room. You, you lock the door behind okay. you. I would like to pull out my stone. Okay. I um, I get into the stall, and I pull my rock out. And I go, hello? Does this work? Ralph, yeah, you know this works. Hey, everything's going great. Okay. We're at we're at a gambling place. You're gambling right now? I'm not. No, they're dead people are touching everything, so I'm not really interested. Okay. Okay, but they took you gambling. Like why why would they go to a gambling place? Uh, Resmir is supposedly here. Uh, but I'm with Lance and his crew. Oh, suck. Okay. Good. Uh, I th- he's pretending to be a half-orc? Is that significant? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever said my name yet. 
I wonder if he has a magic way of knowing that because we specifically know. haven't used his name. I mean, he cast a sneaky spell last time. He did. Session. I mean, he definitely did. So. All right. Sorry. Keep I'm just going. saying we did not specifically. If he has another way, that's cool. You guys, you guys don't know what's going on. I'm in a stall. Look at me. This is my Weird. podcast now. When I edited the episode, Joshua just like his audio was gone. This is this is private Ralph time. Okay. <laughs> And that's the end of I guess. Oh my god! Now Ralph and Jeremy <laughs> podcast. <laughs> you guys are not here right now. Uh, you hear a laugh on the other side. <laughs> no, really, the form itself isn't significant. It's just him being cautious as ever. Oh, so- oh. Suck. Okay, okay. So, uh, n- don't want me to kill him or anything yet. Oh, no. Okay, no. good, good. I kind of like him. He seems like a nice guy. He said encouraging things to the other half-orc. I put him down as like, he's got like four checks in the good guy box. <laughs> yeah. He always thought himself a good guy. You son Definitely. <laughs> Jeremy's having some issues, but uh, I think we're good. Look, okay. I don't care. I don't care about Jeremy, okay? Okay, told well, you that. he cares about you, so that's not nice. Listen, if Resmir really is there... I need you to take her out as quick as you can. Absolutely. Absolutely. If you can get your hands on the mask, I think that'll be crucial to our plans. And they also have a bunch of, like, cultic stuff, like emblems and knives. Really? Yes. I think they're pretending to be members of the cult. <sighs> Sloppy work. Sloppy work done in greenest. That's good to know. Not much we can do about it right now. All right, cool. Well, uh... But I need you to take out Resmir, and if you can, get the mask from her, if she has it. All right. You got it, big man. Uh, good. Do I say goodbye, or just, like, put the rock back in the... Silence. Goodbye. And I kiss a rock and then I, I put it back in the bag of holding <laughs> um, and then I make a bunch of bathroom noises and um... <laughs> oh, okay Sounds and I good. come out having washed my hands uh, Malamara what did what did they say was in these glasses here Mal looks down and realizes that Filippo's drinking all of them Filippo how many drinks have you drunk <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go ahead and just roll. He's drinking all of them. <laughs> I've had six drinks. Yes! I about did a spit take when I realized what, what you'd said. <laughs> uh, Fleeple, you have now have the poisoned condition. So, Malamara, this, this, they taste, it's not spicy, but it does, it's astringent in my mouth. It's <laughs> a strange sensation. <laughs> With Ralph coming out of the bathroom she's going to just roll her eyes at Fleeple and drag them over to the bar and try and get some kind of either food or peanut slash pretzel type hors d'oeuvres to shove into Fleeple and maybe some seltzer water if they have anything with pepperoni that would be just wonderful one second here are you guys texting are you guys texting sneaky things right now? What? Okay, sorry. 
morning. You guys are at the bar now. Is that what you roleplayed? Yes, yeah. we're looking for some greasy bar food to sop up the booze. And some um, fizzy water for Fleeple to now sip on. Some fizzy Great. water. But so Lance, Lance had gone there before us, hadn't he? Had he been Lance there? had gone over there before. Yeah, let's go ahead and go through that. Lance, you walk up there first, and you see this bartender. He's drawing on it. He's putting on a show. He's uh, just as entertaining as uh, in, uh, the harpists are, as melodious and beautiful as they are. Um, he is very captivating with the tricks that he's doing. He's throwing the drinks in the air. He's uh, he's stacking them up, and then he's uh, flipping them onto his, uh, his elbow. Um, he's using his tail and grabbing some stuff as well. Uh, all the while uh, just whistling along with the harpist melody as he's heard it hundreds of times at this point. As you walk up, he just glances at you and uh, out of the corner of eye and goes, uh, Hey, uh, you big guy, anything I can get you? Um, yeah. Uh, oh, boy. Um, would like a squinny varmint if you got one. Ha-ha! <laughs> Squinny Varmint, I don't get uh, that much anymore. Uh, it's only popular in the South. Yeah. Sometimes you got Southerners coming up. Get a taste of home. <laughs> All right. It'll be a little bit, but I can get that for you. I can get it started at least. Yeah, and I mean, I'm familiar with it. You could say it's an old friend of mine. Hmm. All right. Uh, look, uh, any name I should have for this particular drink? I assume that's code for, like, giving a name? Yeah. Lance Thalen. Echo Last. All right, all right. Uh, look, it's gonna take some time, but I'll get it started, okay? Uh, anything to hold you over? The cheapest wine you've got. All right, cheapest wine. Uh, he grabs, uh, his tail grabs just a whole bottle and just puts it right in front of you. Uh, and he gives you a little straw as well with the cup. Thank you for that. Uh, just at this point, Ralph, Fleeple, and Mal come over, and uh, the bartender goes, I uh, couldn't hold your liquor quite. Uh, okay, uh, let, let me get you something a little bit fizzy here, all right? Uh, give, me, give me a second. Um, he grabs these two drinks, clinks them together, throws a bunch of ice in, fizzy water, and he drops two pellets in there that just fizz up as well. Oh, I will also say to the bartender, and if that could be served in a, a private setting, that would be great. <laughs> I'll see what I can do. But for you, little guy... There you go. You look like uh, you could use something like this. Now, I'm not much of one to complain because most of the things I've eaten in my life have been a little bit past their prime, but I think all of your juice is spoiled. Uh, no, that's not that's not spoiled. That's just uh, our own special concoctions here. It just looks like uh, you've never come across anything that strong. Oh, well, I mean, I've eaten some pretty rancid things in my day. You'd be surprised at what my gut can take. But this is... <laughs> Yeah, I don't know why you're selling this and why people buy it. <laughs> well, it's one of the reasons why they give it to you for free. All right. Let me see if I can get you anything greasy, okay? Oh, please, thank you. Is this guy alive? Is this guy uh, alive? Yes, he is alive. <laughs> is this <laughs> guy alive? <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's a half dragon, blue half dragon in a very nice suit. Uh, and he goes, uh, anything for the rest of you? Anything special in particular? Half dragon or dragon born? Half dragon specifically. Oh. Mm-hmm. 
Dragonborn have tails. Half dragons have tails. No, dragonborn do not have tails. Half dragons have tails. Uh, do you got anything with a frosted glass, like a frosted mug? Ah, one of those. Okay, yeah, I can get you something a little frosty. Let's think. It's blue. Blue is ice. Is blue ice? Uh, yeah. I mean, sure, we can get that for you. Or is it poison? I can't remember what blue is. Is it lightning? Blue is lightning, isn't it? Uh, yeah. What? Dragons. Dragon. Oh yes. Yeah. No, I'm lightning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 I'll, I mean, if you wanted to spark a little bit, I'll give you a little bit of spark. Yeah, like something special for you, that you would do. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Coming up. Uh, and for you, big scary lady. Do you have any carnage? Carnage? Here? Yeah, I'll get you some carnage. All right, looks like you've seen some. Perfect. You could probably could use some. Take the edge off. All right, here we go. Lance is gonna smile to the side and just be like, "You sure you can hold that down?" And she'll ignore him like she's never spoken to him before in her <laughs> life. Excellent. Call back to episode one. Deep cut. Episode one, Josh. We had a drinking game which Lance cheated at that nobody knows he did. <laughs> And he won over Malamara. This is an episode of Secrets. And Malamara has Even held it. Even though I have it. a plus four to my constitution. <laughs> yep. But Lance cheated and got away with it. And so, for some reason, Malamara thinks that Lance Thalen is a better drinker than her. <laughs> At the center of this this adventuring party is a lie. Just lies and deceit yes. all over. The best stories are built on Fleeple, lies. what are you going to say? <laughs> I just realized that this mythology that I'm kind of building up here is that Fleeple worked at a tavern serving alcohol, but never actually has ingested any before in nope. his life. Nope. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so it's going to take a while. Is that true? Yeah. <laughs> well, remember he, like, pawned off that, like, super crappy drink. Remember he pawned up the super crappy drink as the best one? That makes sense, because he's never tasted it in his life. So he was just told was just this is serving. the best. It's true. Yeah. Uh, so it's going to take a little bit of time for all of your drinks to be made. Uh, as each one comes out a little bit, uh, they're they're fantastic shows. Uh, Carnage, it's um, it's it's given in this big old mug. But as he passes it over to you, he just sort of like waves his hand, and a big old like big dark red bubble starts to burst out of it. And as it does, this illusion of this face uh, screaming and like yelling out to you before it pops in front of you. Uh, it's uh, it's it's very descriptive of the drink as he gets as you get the blue f- frosty drink for you he tosses it over to you you catch it and as you catch it you see lightning course throughout the drink and into your hand a little bit and it shocks you and you're like ah, it hurts so good <laughs> it's so good and uh, Fleeple your fizzy drink is just slowly replenished as you keep drinking and he gives you some fat old um big greasy sausages to sort of like uh, chomp on mm-hmm. and he goes uh, alright it's gonna be some time uh, looking at you Lance Thielen be like and uh, but I can find you once I get word thank you what do you all do to wait and pass the time I wallow I feel Fleeple you need to get it out of your system you need to feel the numbing effect of gambling <laughs> Now that you're inebriated, now that you're drunk. Because <laughs> it's, I think, I see the glint in your eye, Fleeple. You think it's fun. It's not going to be fun. But I think you need it out of your system. I think you should go play around with something. 
oh, I thought you were about to say I should go to the restroom and get it out of my system. But if we're talking about gambling, then yes, let's do it. Let's make it let's happen. Let's do it, baby. You know, I've been on a lot of missions that had to do with finding a certain person from a certain place. This is definitely the most chill I've ever, it's ever been. <laughs> you mean it's shocking? Yes. How, you know, this is pretty mellow. I don't even know that we have a, do we have a plan yet? It's developing. <laughs> I just imagine, I just imagine Ralph's drink, he drinks it, and it's like that moment in Parks and Rec where, um, oh, what's his face, like, drinks uh, that alcohol that Ron Swanson gives, and he's like, hey, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> 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 hey, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Lance, uh, Lance sort of like puts you all at ease and uh, says, it, it, "It's in motion. We just have to wait." So, um, you now have time to either enjoy the music, uh, interact with anybody, go try your hand at a few uh, few games here. Mal will begrudgingly give Fleeple three of the coins and go with him. <laughs> to whatever game he wishes. She looks out at the Chuck E. Cheese grounds and says, pick a game, my boy. <laughs> pick a game, my boy. Yes, and what games do I have available to me? Well, you have a few that are pretty familiar to us real world people, but a few that maybe not so much. But we've got three Dragon Ante, uh, Dragon Chess, Roulette, Blackjack, and you've got a cutthroat role-playing game called Papers and Paychecks. Mm. Well, if we play that one, then we're going to be here. That, that's just going to be the rest of the episode. <laughs> Additionally, there are some slot machines that are not manned by anybody. Ralph's vote would be to do some roulette. That's just pure chance. Pick a number and... Excellent. You mean these games? These games aren't just about skill. What kind of game isn't about skill? The dumb ones. That's why we shouldn't be playing them. The game of life. Oh, anything that you leave up to chance doesn't sound like a very good game to me. Let's go roll the dice. <laughs> Every parent playing shoots and ladders with their kids. This is no skill. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. So what were the games? Uh, let's just do roulette, baby. Roulette. Okay. Uh, who's all in on roulette? Is everybody? I am not. I will be sitting. Lance is observing, making sure any sign of what's possibly going to happen he's just keeping an eye out so ralph and fleeple why don't you go ahead if you are proficient with gambling uh, uh i put i put my hand tools? out for some chips <laughs> <laughs> come on mal come on mama mal better chances if two of us are playing you better just give them all all and with that persuading me I will give him also three tokens. Yes. <laughs> no persuasion check needed. Yes. Thanks, Mom, Mel. Um, <laughs> so, Ralph, I will allow you to roll um, what we're going to need here. We'll just do a few checks here. Fleeple, I'll need you to roll uh, an investigation check starting off. And, Ralph, I need you to roll a history check, please. Ooh. All right. I am definitely poisoned. Natural 20. So disadvantage. Woo! <laughs> Whoa! And my investigation is a four. Okay. Oh. Um. Sounds good. 
uh, from there, uh, Fleeple, you're trying to suss out like uh, how the game works, and you're like, okay, I see the ball go round and round and round. Ooh, that makes me woozy. Okay, um, and you just sort of like bend your head into your knees and start like breathing. And Ralph, you're like, okay, when I've played this in the past, I, uh, I, I, I gotta watch how they throw the ball. Okay, gotta throw the ball, and then we go from there. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, and that's gonna tell me, cool. So you actually have what's called two successes in this. Uh, from there, you walk up to the table. Both of you walk up to the table, and you're about to put your uh, chips down. And the person calls, All right, need your chips, need your chips. Number or color, please. Number or color. And I need both of you to roll me a... Let's just do general wisdom check. Oh, I wearily pat my own shoulder. I'm just like, you got this sport. Ten. Magic in gambling. <laughs> uh, that is math, math, math. Thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. Fleeple, you snap to a little bit and you're like, okay, I can think this through. I can think this through. And the numbers and the colors actually come to you. And Ralph, you can't quite think straight, so you're like, instead of doing a number, you're going to do a color. And so you're going to put it on, on a color, and Fleeple, you're going to do it on a number here. Um, so that's uh, one success to Fleeple, still two successes with Ralph here. He goes, all right, everybody, and calls out like he does every time before he throws it. And he goes, okay, okay, please keep your eye on the ball, eye on the ball. I need you both to roll a perception check, please. Because as, as he throws the uh, ball, you can change your bet if you desire until he calls all bets to be stopped. 19. 19. Uh, that is a nine off of a natural one. Oh. So, Fleeple, you're like, usually I'm very perceptive. This <laughs> is uh, like several drinks in. <laughs> yep. <laughs> And uh, Ralph, you go, no, wait, you never do color. Okay, and, and so you move it to a different number here. Okay. Uh, you have three successes. Fleeple has one, and we're going to be doing a final check here as the ball. means before before he calls bets off, you can one opportunity to change your bet. I need you both to roll me an arcana check, please. Ooh. I'm good at that. 24. 21. 21? What? Yeah, even with disadvantage. Goodness. Dang, that's awesome. <laughs> At the last second, Ralph, you go, money plays! And you throw 15 gold pieces on your spot that you've got, <laughs> doubling down on your... on You have four successes, uh, so doubling down on your initial bet. And Fleeple, um, you go... Wait, what am I doing? And you throw yours on Ralph's as well as you see <laughs> the ball start doing a counter spin. And both of you see it and he goes, no more bets, just as you take your hand off. And the ball. 24. All of your chips are on 24. You get, uh, Ralph, you essentially get six coins, but because you played money plays, uh, you get... You get it in chips. You get six uh, chips, and Fleeple, you get three more. You have doubled what you initially put in. Well done, both of you. And that's when the gambling habit begins. <laughs> so we could just, like, keep doing this? I look at the, I look at Mal and Fleeple. I mean, they gave, they no. gave us more no, chips. No, we can't. No, no, we can't. No, we, we can't. 
just real quick, just out of curiosity, Thomas, did you like work out mechanics for all of these gambling games? Uh, thankfully, Wizards of the Coast, I am pulling a lot from the Acquisitions Incorporated book here. Um, so they have some like loose rules in there, but uh, a lot of it I'm just kind of making sense with your character backstories as well for in this gambling casino hall here. So, yes, but th- they, they gave me the impetus to come up with uh, how roulette would possibly work with skill checks. So it's not just pass, fail, pass, fail, pass, fail. Very cool. Yeah, I, I look up, I kind of squint at the wall clock, and I'm like, oh, it's been 20 minutes. It's time to go and speak to that skeleton again. And just at this <laughs> uh, just at this moment, the half-dragon just whistles to you, Lance, and goes, <clears throat> and sort of like gestures towards the massive double doors on the northern portion of this wall, and gestures for you to go over there. I will head on over. Okay. Do you bring your party, or you just go by yourself? Uh, I'm going to go by myself. Okay. For now. I will give three chips back to Mal. And... <laughs> <laughs> you, can keep what you, you can keep what you earn, uh, but I need yeah, my three I'm back. Gonna, I'm going to do another <laughs> game. <laughs> I, we don't go. have to roleplay it if you want to follow Lance. Sure, sure. I will. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out between sessions here. I will also, getting the three back from Fleeple, I will let Fleeple do what he wants with his winnings. Oh, no, that that skeleton said to meet him in 20 minutes, so I'm going to go cash out. There you go. There you go. 15 gold for Fleeple, but Lance, you you go to the north. These uh, double doors are normally locked, but there is a skeleton there who produces a key from their uniform, unlocks it, and pushes it open, and goes... Lordy awaits. Ushers you through and closes the door behind you with a... This room, you see a very beautiful pool area, fountain almost, except it spans almost the entire room here. And on the other side of this fountain, if you will, a familiar figure to you turns around beautiful red silk gown all the way down to the floor dragging on the floor as well she turns and she has immaculate hair as she always did Uh, a smile that takes up most of her face as she looks at you and goes (laughs) lance thalen back in neverwinter i see well i have to say i'm quite surprised you showed up at my door Lance will reach up, and he will take off his hat of disguise. He goes back to his regular elven form, kind of, you know, take his hat off, kind of hold it, kind of on his heart, and go, Hello, Lottie. It's been a long time. How are you, my dove? And that is where we're going to end this week's episode of iCast Fireball. This was a sneaky episode. I'm sorry, my dog. <laughs> I mean, we're not, not there, sneaky. but we're all thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, a lot of good stuff in this episode. A lot, lot of, of good stuff. A lot of good stuff. Lot yeah. of good stuff. A lot of good, good stuff. stuff. There we go. A fun reveal for the audience of uh, I, I, Ralph. <laughs> that was a very, like, a a very uh, 
visceral experience with gambling because even though it's just rolling dice, <laughs> I legit was like, I could get into this. <laughs> <laughs> I, could get into like, this. I know there's a whole like, story where like we gotta move the, everything along, but like I am now interested in those other gambling games. <laughs> other games, yeah. Kids stay in school and don't gamble. <laughs> oh man, well what fun! A uh, lot of fun stuff here. A um, lot of good stuff that we had going on. Interested to see how yep. the next few episodes are going to turn out here on I Cast Fireball. I want to thank all my players for joining me tonight. Josh, thank you for taking time away from your uh, schedule to join us as well. A pleasure, as Ralph. absolute pleasure. And I want to uh, thank the listeners as well for giving us a shot for joining in and tuning into this um, unique and new episode that we have here. But if you like what we what you're listening to, please give us a five star review on the podcatcher of your choice. It lets us know that you like what we're doing, and it lets us into other people's feeds. Let's and so that they can enjoy the adventure along just as you are. Um, if you want to write something a little bit longer, go and shoot us an email at iCastFireball2020 at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. It, maybe you're using some elements of this campaign in your own adventure, and maybe you need some help. Maybe you need some advice how to integrate that. I know we've actually got a question from Michael Sear in our latest Word of Recall episode about skill challenges, um, which I'm hoping we can implement another time uh, and another high-intense situation in the, in, in the future in this campaign. So, um I'd love to just uh, bounce some ideas off of each other and hear how you guys, how all of your campaigns are going as well. Don't forget to look us up on our social media pages on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at, with our handle at iCastFireball20. If you're going to post something, use the hashtag iCastFireball so we uh, can be notified of it and uh, we can see what awesome things you're posting as well. As always, want to give a shout out to our sister podcast, Improv Tabletop, where Ned takes a, a journey in the keeper seat or the GM seat using Fate Accelerated System or the Avatar Legends system where he has an ongoing campaign in the Avatar The Last Airbender universe. It's a ton of fun. It's a blast. And Ned is just a delight to hear how he crafts his stories. And I take lots of notes when I listen to his episodes. So don't forget to leave them a five-star review when you go and give them a listen as well. Before we sign off, Josh, anything you want to shout out here uh sure yeah the you can find me on twitter at joshua the hippie and you can find uh titans of altera at at the titan pod and uh yeah we're post very infrequently these days but uh when new episodes come out i I always try and use both those channels to shout them out but i i'm uh that's where you find me it's seriously i'm it's so much fun being on and even though they're a little bit infrequent, uh, they've got they're in season three right now, so you have all of season one and season two to jump in. And you can also hear Josh in a sneak attack, which we praise till the day grows old. So um, thank you again, Josh, for joining us. Lastly, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share with your friends and fellow Wacky Adventures. But until next time, I'm Thomas, your DM, and around the table we have Malamara, Lance Thalen, Fleeple, and Ralph. Let's keep that fire going, and we'll see you all next time.